Aha. Here we are again. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Hi. Thank you for being here. Um, today we decided to sit down and talk a little bit because we have been facing some uh, decisions in our life. And it's not like they are like life changing in, you know, a dramatic mm. uh, way, but there's just like a lot of them. And, and I think we have both been facing a lot of uncertainty. Um, so we decided to talk a little bit about our processes for making decisions, especially ones that are a little bit harder than usual. And yeah, just talk to you a little bit about that. So Mihao, I know that you have a journaling process that you have been using for, for making decisions. Would you like to, to share about that a little bit? Sure. Um, so yeah, it's not even that I have like, you know, a process that I figured out, but it's more um, a way for me to cope with overthinking that I just recently discovered. So mm. basically what happens to me is sometimes I just wake up at night and if there is some kind of agglomeration of decisions that I need to make, sometimes they just are in the background of my head and I just wake up at 2 a.m. or something and there's this noise in my head, you know, like this or that option and then I tend to be very indecisive or I make a decision one day but then the other day I, I cho change completely. No, actually this is a bad option, you know, I know this is kind of... It's the same for yeah. me, I can totally relate. <laughs> So this is tiring and I think this is why recently my energy was quite low because we had, as you said, not like life-changing decisions, but there was just quite a few things related to our house. So we have to move from where we are right now and, you know, moving to a different house and which options should we choose. And there's kind of ways of our business that we want to change and which path should we follow and few other little things. So it was just kind of a lot of things happening at the same time. So... <laughs> my journal uh, came in handy as it often does so basically the other day I just woke up and it was like 2 a.m. Uh, and I was really f feeling like a lot of hearing a lot of noise in my head you know and I kind of started as I always do I check in with my minimalist journaling system and then I just kind of write like free form text and sometimes it's one sentence sometimes it's four pages uh, but I just kind of wrote that down, you know, that I woke up noticing a feeling of attachment towards one of the houses. Uh, but then we were also considering the other house. So I just like went straight into dumping what was in my head, like this confusion about which house we should choose. And then I and then there was something interesting happened because I noticed that I often get stuck in indecisiveness with swinging my mind between s some options back and forth, back and forth. And now I'm here again in this situation. So I noticed exactly as this pattern that's very familiar to me is happening. And what I decided to do is that instead of getting stuck in making a decision, so thinking, okay, should I choose option A or B? Maybe I can reflect on the pattern itself. So just step out of my mind, look at myself and see how come that I often get stuck in this indecisive pattern and this was illuminating <laughs> in many ways I just kind of made a map mind map you know I was just like flowing from one option to another this is just kind of what's intuitive for me mm. and I've noticed that well kind of a few insights came out of it so first is that there's some kind of expectations that I create about options 
but really the 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 truth is that both options will have cons right like of course there's pros and cons for each decision but the thing is i have a tendency to over focus on the pros and not consider the cons so this is just something i've noticed as i was brainstorming and that helped me acknowledge that okay so what if i this time I just focus on the negatives. So basically understand what are the minuses of each of the decisions. Um, and this and this brought me a question, okay, is there a clear deal breaker? So is there one minus that would re really make one of the options completely not on the table anymore? And in that case, we're deciding between two houses and no, both have minuses, but none of them is a deal breaker, mm -hmm. okay? And then what I thought, Okay, so let's explore these factors of resistance and use something that I, I, in a way, it's similar to Tim Ferriss's fear setting. So go into the fears and feel, okay, so first list the, list the negatives, but the ones that are relevant. And I realized that actually there is just one major negative for all the, for both of the options. And okay, uh, there's more than one negative, but really only one of them really feels serious. You know, the rest is just hassle or like some things that are, you know, it's a minus, but I don't really give a shit, to be honest. Um, but I've noticed that, okay, there's two minuses that are kind of significant. And then I ask myself a question. Okay, so let's imagine that I have no choice and I need to pick both, any like one of these options. So let's first do it for option A what would I do to mitigate this minus? And, and it was so easy, you know? I just thought, okay, yeah, I'll just do this. And then I did the same for the option B, you know? Okay, so this is the, the minus. How would I mitigate it? Oh, I would just do this. And this was, I mean, it's such a basic, simple realization, right? But it really grounded me so much because it just reinforced this idea uh, it's something that i know but but it's good to reinforce that i'm gonna be okay either mm. way you know it doesn't really matter like it's not a big deal um there's always going to be challenges and i can always overcome them and and did it help fine. you with the actual decision making a choice that's a good question um no i'm still slightly indecisive but I've noticed that I have a clear preference for one of the options. And also I feel much more relaxed about this decision. And also this to, to add context, just because this is the decision that we both face. So we are moving house. It's not something that I make on my mm -hmm. own. So even if I kind of, I cannot just make a decision on my own. I also want you to be happy with the decision we take. So I think this is why it doesn't help me to make a decision because I still need to consider mm -hmm. you and I how see. you feel about it. But I think it made me much more at ease with the fact that, you know what, like whatever we choose, I'm, I'm, I'm genuinely okay with that. And I can let go of this option and I can let go of the other, even if there's things that I love about both of the options. Um, but yeah, it was interesting to flip my thinking and instead of focusing on the pluses, which is my normal tendency, and then what happens, I get attached. Mm -hmm. But then the problem is I get attached to both because both have pluses, right? And then I think this is what causes me to get stuck. So I think it was helpful to realize that 
it just doesn't matter that much what I will choose and I will be happy in either of the houses. I will be, I can be happy. The happiness is up to me and make the best out of the option that I will choose. Not, it's not a condition attached to the option. So it's not like this option is right. And if I choose a wrong option, I will be unhappy. It's just what I make of it. I really like that. How about you? How do you go about, uh, about your decision-making thinking? Huh. It's a great question. So I don't have like one process that I use all the time. Um, a big part of it for me when it comes to big decisions or when I have like lots of decisions happening at the same time is to bring myself back to a place of stillness so that I don't become overwhelmed with the fact mm. that I have to make so many decisions. Because recently, yeah, with all these decisions, the, the moving house is just one example. I found myself thinking about it all the time and and feeling like I am in a place of such um, uncertainty and, and lack of stability that I feel very ungrounded. And and by default, maybe because I'm used to it and because it's easy, my, my coping mechanism is to hide myself behind... Um, you know, intellectual, stim intellectually stimulating activities like being online a lot and reading random stuff mm. and and kind of distracting myself in that way. So I find that first bringing myself to a place of stillness and connection with my body and, um, for example, journaling or just moving a little bit, dancing, um, going for a walk outside, preferably in nature really helps me to reset and come back to that place from where I can start thinking about how to make the decision where I'm not like super stressed. Um, probably this doesn't apply to everyone. I, mm. I don't think everyone gets affected like me. Um, and it's not like I always get affected like this. It's just something that's been happening recently, probably mm. because I've been having way too much coffee as well, <laughs> <laughs> which is another, another subject. Um, but yeah, something else that I find useful is to try to, I don't know, useful, but at the same time, it's a little bit of a challenge. I was talking with a friend about this recently, which is trying to listen to intuition. And I don't even, even really know what intuition means because I know that intuition is based on so many things that we have learned and integrated in the past that who knows if intuition, whatever you understand uh, by intuition, is the right thing to follow. But I notice that a lot of times there's these voices coming into my head and sometimes they come from a place of fear. Sometimes they come from a place of ego. Sometimes mm. it's just like I, I reject an option just because it'll probably be very inconvenient and I just can't be bothered to go through everything that I have to do in over in order to mm. to get there. So I choose the the effort the more effortless choice and probably it's not the one that I'm going to you know that's gonna be the most beneficial for me, but I'm making that based on the fear of having, you know, too much trouble or too much fear inconvenience. Of yeah, exactly. Um <laughs> So, yeah, mm. I think uh, an important part for me is to figure out where my preference is coming for. Mm. What is dictating wh what makes me choose a certain option? And I've also been 
enjoying journaling a lot mm. recently and and just sitting down and and just writing about it and it's interesting because a lot of my day i spend consuming like receiving input even when i'm writing i am also researching and you know connecting ideas that are from different places but when i'm journaling it's just about outputting what is in my head both in terms of thoughts but also in terms of feelings and also how i'm feeling in my body just writing about everything uh from this kind of more holistic point of view and this is yeah i find it really grounding and and just very useful to to get in touch with what is really bothering me or what is really driving me in that situation mm. so it seems like yeah journaling <laughs> is something that that helps us both yeah in this i really resonate with with what you're saying about this kind of grounding yourself and finding the moment of stillness i think it's yeah it there is a very clear difference between making a decision in a place of imbalance and being ungrounded and a place of being grounded and really mm. kind of more relaxed mm -hmm. um, and I, I feel this difference I, I can tell when I'm grounded and when I feel ah you know in this peaceful state and when I'm not and when I'm not when I'm more agitated it's very it seems much harder to make a decision and I think this is exactly due to this noise in my head and this kind of different voices so yeah it's much harder to understand which parts of me mm -hmm. are saying what and I just kind of perceive it all as like one big noise and wh whichever part speaks the loudest at the very moment I kind of tend to go with it because yeah I don't know like I kind of like to follow my intuition but yeah it's hard if I'm ungrounded unbalanced it's hard to understand which of the many voices mm -hmm. is my intuition and or whatever that means mm -hmm. you know but w which one is really like what my heart desires and which is more just fear or anger or yeah fear of hassle <laughs> right mm -hmm. Uh, choosing the convenient option yeah um, which is not always a bad thing you know maybe not like sometimes it's great to just go for the path of least resistance and just do something uh, but not always and even if it's good to understand which part is speaking I really resonate with that so apart from journaling do you have any other practices in your life right now that help you come back to this balance and to this state of being grounded yeah just like sitting outside like we are right now we have mm. our garden in front of us and the mountain is there mm. behind the clouds and our cat was just playing there's these um this uh, kind of part <laughs> above us with with vineyards and just i don't know just being in a place that is calmer really helps me mm. um with not a lot of stimuli around me i think this is something that I find I need a lot more in my life mm. and as you were sharing about um, about uh, listening to these parts and finding where this is coming from something else came came up for me which is I think before when trying to make decisions I 
I used to resort a lot, a lot more to writing, for example, lists of pros and cons and really mm. analyzing it. But now I am finding that I am more interested in which part of me came up with that pro and that con because otherwise it just becomes so intellectual, so mm. disembodied. And yeah, I, I think in general, I really like this coming back to the body and coming back to the space where I am and and preparing like my vessel for a decision that will feel good more than just make sense. Mm, wow, I love that. And I can also resonate with that. Yeah, I think we're both quite prone to being in our heads. Yeah, for so sure. So it's very important for bo both of us to to ground mm. ourselves. I think for me, what recently, I've been experimenting recently with that and it really works. And it's interesting because it's something that one person who joined one of our courses mentioned and I like this idea but I never really implemented it and I recently started to try uh, st uh, I recently started to experiment with it and it's amazing like it really helps me ground and it's to use a candle instead of artificial electric light in the morning and in the evening so basically when I go to sleep when I kind of prepare my room and, you know, brush my teeth and set up to go to bed, I, I, I set up, I, I light up a candle and I switch off the lights in my room. So it's just candle lit. And it's incredible. Like, it really grounds me. It's just so simple. And then, you know, I, I sit down in my bed, I journal a little bit or I just squat or listen to music or just, you know, be in the state. But the fact that there's this dim light that's kind of like moving a little bit with the, the fire it just feels so nice and there's this nice smell of fire it's not like a flavored candle with any smell but just the fire has a smell <laughs> flavor you mean scented yeah exactly <laughs> oh <my God>. mm, <laughs> a delicious candle. that's what i mean uh, um and then in the morning i start my day also with that so if it's still dark in my room when i wake up i just start my day with lighting a candle and this is the first light i see instead of phone or lamp and it really makes a big difference mm. it changes everything like it's it's so grounding and so simple uh yeah it's one of those things that i'm just laughing at myself like how how come i never try this i mean so mm. something so obvious and easy and it's not like rocket science but i just never tried it they always <laughs> felt like oh whatever candle um but actually it really works for me right now so it's it's very helpful mm. yeah it's a good grounding practice that's so nice hmm. <sighs> do you have anything else to add about decision making <laughs> decisions decisions no i think this is really it for that uh for now um i hope this was useful and it gave you some some ideas we're of course also curious to hear about your decision-making ventures and how you do you choose stuff how do you choose and do you have any practices that you'd like to share or any things that help you be in this grounded grounded place we'd love to hear if you feel like sharing and if not that's also okay and have a wonderful day thank you for watching